I don't I don't even know where to start with this shit show. <laughs> I I know exactly how to start this shit show. Um oh. be, because it's so bombastic. This 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 comic collateral damage is the reason why. It's the foundation as to why Michael Bay Day needs to happen cuz it's just oh so explosive. <laughs> so you know how we started this podcast as a way to get all the lore from a whole bunch of different sources and put it in one easy to find spot for everybody and then have, you know, the comedy effect go through it. Um, and that's why people should, should tune into us is because, you know, we take all the lore and we put it into one nice spot so you don't have to go hunting for it. And we don't do it as if we're reading from a Wikipedia page. This Where are the two? Oh, oh go for it. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. Go oh, for no, it. Oh. This is the first time where I'd say this episode is dedicated to telling the story so that way nobody else ever has to go through the suffering of fucking <laughs> <laughs> It's so bad. Um, for those of you who don't know, today's episode, we're going to be covering three comics um, in the same series. The series name is called Halo Collateral Damage. It's, it was a short three... Uh, Three, three issue, um, written by Alex Irvine, and the art is done by uh, Dave Crossland, and the whole thing was published through Dark Horse. So Dark Horse is an awesome, just comic <laughs> company in general, right? So no issue there. Um, Alex Irvine is actually a very well regarded author. Um, he did a whole bunch of stuff. He wrote stuff for like. Iron Man 2, the novelization. He wrote um, shit for Supernatural. He wrote shit for Tom Clancy's The Division. Uh, Damn. And Power Rangers, the official movie novelization. Pacific Rim. Like, he he did a whole bunch of shit, right? So, none of that comes through here. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one where he's like, uh, I got a couple hours. I'll crank this one out real yeah. quick. You know how we have a blow-off episode every now and then? Yes. All three issues of this were like 30 of his career years put into one blow off. Like it is fucking rough, but like, like zero continuity. Um, we're going to be telling the whole story. Uh, I think I only left one part out because it was completely not even closely it related to the lore whatsoever. Like it was completely fucking <laughs> like opposite of, of canon. Um, so I removed that one part, but for the rest of it, it's all, it's all there. 
It's all there. <laughs> so join us today as we go through Halo Collateral Damage. With you as always is me, Brandon Wayner, and with me as always is the one and only man who kicked a chihuahua one time, Kenny Gomez. All I can say is Macho had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck around and find out. <laughs> 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 You know how I stopped drinking, like getting drunk through the episodes? Oh, no, not this time. <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, there's no cup for me this time. <laughs> like, oh, my my <laughs> chalice over runoff. <laughs> so without further ado, Kendog, do you have any uh, notes before we dive headfirst? Into um, in, into the into the thing. Um, I, I will. When this episode comes out, I, I believe time will have passed, but very, very happy birthday to the one and only, my best friend in the world, the only woman that allows me to enjoy this podcast with you, Brandon, is Courtney Wayner. If you're out there, enjoy your birthday. You deserve it. Make Brandon make Brandon take you to Starbucks. You're not going to Starbucks. <laughs> you're going to Starbucks and you're going <laughs> to fucking like it. And on top of that, you're taking her to the one inside the Target. Oh, no. That's the worst one. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, Buttercup. That's like the Walmart <laughs> McDonald's. You're only going in for one thing. <laughs> Remember that. Just one thing. <laughs> but yeah, happy birthday, Court. Um, this episode is not for you because this would this would be the worst no, yeah. birthday present ever <laughs> to anybody ever. I dedicate this episode to FIFA microtransactions. <laughs> shout out to blizzard how's it going in china mm. boys <laughs> yeah this is for this episode's for the diablo immortal fucking macro transactions. 20 grand you might get a gem maybe if you're lucky it's the chaos gem from sonic oh god this, oh man this is dedicated to the first issue of sonic before the internet bullied them to reach home. hey man ugly sonic still has a job so that tells you that tells you about america baby everybody gets an opportunity so i actually have the comic up with me um oh me too i'm so thrilled and and just to uh it's it, it's just to pick up this literally picks up right at the end of the story where they're uh, burying Sam. So this is great. <laughs> yeah. So that's the first note. I'm going to go through it. Um, for those of you who don't know, we usually don't script. I scripted this episode strictly because I hate this so much that I had to keep my thoughts in one spot. Um, so basically the comic we're going to start in issue number one of. Oh, by the way, the only source for this episode is Halo Collateral. I don't know if you put that together or not, but that's it. Um, and the Bible. <laughs> the, the, the Bible cannot save this. <laughs> pray for him. Pray for him, y'all. Thoughts. It's going to need more than thoughts and prayers to fix this. One. So, Ooh, <laughs> legislation. I was not Mark safe. Um, so we pick up <laughs> in the comic. <laughs> and um, after the intro the three pages of intro, it actually picks up right. Just like what you said with Sam basically being shot into fucking space. Right. And then that's it. That's the whole last page. And then the next page is blue team ready room 48 hours later. Cause I guess blue team has their whole ass own room in this show. I didn't know that. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. guess. Um, 
whatever. <laughs> so, and then Halsey just comes into the middle of the room. She's like, all right, you had two days. That's enough time. <laughs> <It's him>. <laughs> <laughs> you had two days to deal with Sam being dead. Time to get over it. And then like immediately introduces somebody else. Like, well, like real quick, <laughs> before we completely bash the page, I will say I do enjoy the shot of um, Sam, uh, the best way to put it, y'all, if y'all are familiar with a show called Law & Order SVU, um, Sam is stabler punching. He's Detective Stabler punching one of the Kigyar uh, aliens, <laughs> and it, it warms my heart. Yeah. Um, that's the only cool thing about it. I will say this, too. That is the only cool... The artwork also sucks throughout this whole comic. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, it's everywhere it's it's everywhere it's just it's just rough from top to bottom um it's the only cool panel in the entirety of the comic so congratulations that's our high note (laughs) (laughs) get ready y'all when they go low we go lower um so then it continues and the person that halsey introduces is a person by the name of yao right and i can't remember yao's rank at all ken dog what was yao's rank Captain, uh, Colonel, a commander, commander. That's right, and <laughs> a nothingness title to go with it. Um, introduces Captain Yao, and Yao's like, "Yo, what up?" Um, a large Covenant force is attacking this place called Alpha Cur- uh, Corvi, with their main force attacking a place called Jamshid, Alpha Cur- Corvi 2's largest city. All right. So she's like, oh, yo, you know, we got to prevent another harvest. We got to save these fuckers. I don't know where Yao comes from. I don't know shit about Yao. As far as I know, this is the only time Yao is ever in charge of anything. Um, You might be asking yourself, why do the Spartans need to focus on one small planet on the outskirts of space when they know the covenant is, you know, a bigger threat and they should probably reconvene their forces for one consolidated attack against the fleet. Um, for that, I'm just going to have to say plot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, now Yao then goes on to inform them that whatever they do, they cannot contact any of the UNSC currently on uh, Alpha Corby 2. Don't contact them. Why, you may ask? Never explain. <laughs> no fucking idea. <laughs> um, wait, I so wait, let me let me stop you there. Yes. I thought it was. I thought the the reason why they couldn't be seen was because, like, even though the UNSC technically paid for these kids to exist, I thought it was because they're like, yeah, we don't trust you, freaks. Um, it's a little bit of that, but also okay. don't forget the whole purpose for them to be like these super things was to be the like hand of the UEG, right? They're supposed right, 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 to be right. the face, and that's why all their records were also changed. So on their official records, they're not children. And let's call it what it is. Like, they're like seven foot fucking tall in their armor. They don't look like children either, you know, when they're geared up. So, like, oh, the whole point of them is to be the face of, like, looking like you you can't go against us. Like, you can try, but you're not going to win. Like, part that's always part of Oni's game, right? Is, like, not only are they playing the chessboard, they're also playing the other person. If that makes sense. 
that makes sense. Um, but um, and that yeah, also no, totally gets obliterated once they land, which we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jesus I, Christ! There's a big ass snafu for a whole page um, about whether or not John is good to fight. He just says he is, and everybody is like, "Cool." Literally, she tells him. She literally tells him to suit up. Hey, John, can you go outside? Yeah, I, I guess I can. It's all right. Yeah, it'd be all right. Thirty minutes. <laughs> Yo, so there's one thing on this page I want to highlight on that particular page where they're asking him if he's okay. Yes. Tell me why John looks like your NPC in Fable Two when you're in prison on the spire. Yeah. This is why I hate the art style is because John looks what did I described him to you? What I say? Hold on, I gotta pull it up because I'm John looks like he works at a, a Waffle House smoking Newports in I this had, comic. Like, it is so fucking bad. Um Oh yeah, yeah. John looks like he's a middle-aged desert storm vet. That's what I said. <laughs> that's from earlier today. <laughs> Halsey looks like she smokes. She smokes Newports every day. Yeah, she Halsey, uses a little voice modulator. Halsey is um, outside of a methadone clinic. Like, there I, we go. I don't. It is so bad. Um, it's it's and that's the whole style. That gives you an idea of just everything. Also, the artist screwed up all of their features so like i want to say they had cassie in a panel and then like she had the wrong eye color john has the wrong everything he's has brown hair instead of blonde hair for some reason like the whole thing is just fucking stupid and then the same person that the artist drew with the wrong eye color then drew a different wrong eye color in a different panel so like (laughs) the best way to put it this comic came out and probably inspired the rise of webtoons. <laughs> it's the best way to put it. It's so bad. Um, God. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be mocking the... Uh, also, there's the same dude getting shot in the same same way on like four different pages. See if you can spot it. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. But see if you can spot it. I found it. It's fun. It's a nice little um, I Spy game. It's like Where's Waldo, but with like a shitty death. Um so blue team starts gearing up and then as they're gearing up captain Yao, who is no longer on the ship for some reason pops up onto a display monitor <laughs> she peaced out <laughs> she's like yo I got, I got places to be <laughs> and she's like yo what up fam the main covenant force landed near a settlement called black reef so that's where you're going now. Also, remember that time I spent an entire page telling you not to contact the Marines? Doesn't matter because there's no UNSC support here. <laughs> like, just to double affirm to the reader that this is there's no help on this island. <laughs> so just so we just so we can recap, they were sent to this random planet on a mission. Mm-hmm. They're not going on said mission anymore. Mm-hmm. And and their biggest concern is no longer a concern because they never put people on that island. Oh, there are people there, just not UNSC people. Oh no, yeah, UNSC people. No, oh, yeah. that and y'all, my, that that's the biggest foreshadowing. Remember, <laughs> there is a difference between people and UNSC people. It's the difference between <laughs> citizen and civilian. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
Um, also, my, my favorite part is like old girl who's running from the elite blast. And the look on her face is like, I actually I blurted out laughing. It's like a nudist. Like she just spotted a dude in a trench coat. And just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> legit. Also, I love how all the elites heads are different on this yep. panel as well. <laughs> what I want you to look towards is look to the people running, right? Like behind that chick who just saw the flasher. And yeah. then you see the Marine pointing, right? Who's not returning fire at all. And he's pointing at an explosion going, oh, pretty. The other guy's holding his balls. Yeah, other guy's holding his balls. Remember that guy. <laughs> that guy's important. <laughs> um, now, you see the gun of the dude that was pointing. Look to the left yep. of him, and there's a dude with just who's just standing there with the with an open mouth going, oh. <laughs> yeah. Where are his legs? <laughs> um, he's carrying them. You don't see him holding it? The, he, the artist didn't finish drawing him. He forgot him. It, it, y'all, it's the best way to put it. I'm not sure what the inspire, like the inspiration, the the artist was going for. Shit. The farther away you move from, like the main shot of the elite shooting people, the less and less detail you see on the picture. And even then, yeah, the, that's not to say there's detail up close. We're not saying right. That <laughs> even then, I'm like, because like the I don't know if you noticed, like when she's explaining Black Reef, like the photo they put of it. I feel like it doesn't, whatever the original photo was, doesn't even fit on the page. Like, it doesn't seem like it's aligned right. I don't know. All I know is that you can buy this artist's art online. And if you do, you um, also get a free ticket to your nearest psychiatric ward because it's fucking garbage, dude. Um, The entire art style is just bad. I can't even call it a style. I legitimately think he just doesn't know how to draw. He, he, he went, I feel like he went, he went like American anime-ish. Like he went, he, like he was trying to do it anime style. It did like not I, come out that way. It didn't come out. Cause like, I feel like how he drew it, especially cause you mentioned that he was on Power Rangers. I can kind of see the similarity of like the earlier Power Ranger comics and this. Cause mind you, like I told you, the thing I enjoyed most about this comic was the design of everybody's armor. That's the thing I like the most out of it. Even then, I have flaws with that. Like, really look at the helmets as we get through it. Oh, yeah, no. Literally, the helmet changes on every panel. Mm-hmm. They, they all change on every panel. And that's what makes it's, it... This comic, I'm not going to lie to you guys, was hard to read. Um, not only because there's no detail anything in anything, so you have no idea what's going on from the pictures, but also the characters' faces change. All yes. the time. So you have no idea who's talking. So like if I say a name, I'm assuming that's the person that's talking because it's you can't fucking tell. Um like legitimately, remember what I said, like even eye colors, you can't even gauge by that. <laughs> like there is no knowing what the fuck is going on. So you can't see it and you don't know who's talking, so just bear with us and if we get something wrong, I'm not going to apologize and I'm going to blame. You. <laughs> um we well, met- Oh yeah, no. I was going to say one good example of this if you guys ever read the comic, if don't. you look at no yeah, if you <laughs> don't if you look at that the page where Halsey is talking to John, there are legit three different versions of Halsey on this one panel, on this yeah. one page. One where she looks like a teenage boy, one where she looks like that um androgynous emo girl that's in a lot of sci-fi shows. 
And then the last one is her in the corner looking like an aged April from Ninja Turtles. Yep. 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 Fucking crushed it, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, we then move on to um, to more plot, I guess you could call it. Um, so we get on to the MacGuffins of the story. And the MacGuffins are <laughs> the, the uh, prototypes. <laughs> yeah. Of course they get quote unquote prototypes. God, and I hate all of this so much. Oh, God, there is not enough booze. <laughs> we get on to the quote-unquote prototypes that just mystically all the Spartans are going to get here. And the prototypes include all of them are going to get active camo. And by all of them, I mean it's three of them that are going, right? It's Linda, Kelly, Fred, and John, so four of them. Four yeah, Linda doesn't get no camo. Yeah, Linda doesn't get no camo. Linda gets something else. But what happens is they go, hey, careful with this active camo because it has a big power draw. And all the Spartans are like, word. Then Linda and Fred get a a forearm-housed carbon fiber blade that supposedly can be fired 100 meters or locked in place for close quarters combat. Then Linda gets an individual propulsion system. Right, so propulsion. So then, John and Kelly get the leftovers, and they get recon drones. Because, sure. I want to clarify in this scene. This is another important. So we have the difference between people and UNSC people. The I I feel like the comic added more emphasis on hey y'all, these are prototypes. Don't do anything to him. And it's very important. Oni gets the, the weapon to, to data. They get the tele- telemetry data, all the shit from like the blades to the to the rockets to the to the probes, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure equipment wise, I only see them use the, the retractable blades once. We will get there. Okay, cool. I, I organize my shit talking and in, in the way. Oh man, the way it is. Yeah, man. I, I, the only when I say scripted, I meant I put all my fucking ill will in order of the way it was given to me. Like a nice seven course dinner of nothing but the difference between different uh, types of cat shit. It's. Oh, <laughs> uh, so we then move on. <laughs> Continue, continue. <laughs> oh man, we then move on, and Blue Team is uh, takes up their their. I assume they're in a vehicle inside of a pelican. It's not really explained at all. All we know is a pelican drops off a vehicle, and all of them are in the vehicle on the planet now. Just also, <laughs> there is a cameo in this panel. If you look real closely, when the pe- pelican flies in. You can see the Gef ships from Mass Effect 1 <laughs> in the panel making an appearance. Holy shit. Yeah, those are the ships from Mass Effect 1 for the Geth. Yeah, if, if you have never played Mass Effect, you should, but type in Geth spaceships and it's, it's the, that is what's in the in the Halo comic. It is. Yeah, I, EA, come I get your money. That. I missed that. That's a lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> that got you. You're like, holy shit! I see Legion. 
now now Bungie's gonna have to pay all that fucking YouTuber money that they're getting from that one guy over to EA. Uh, on top, well, <laughs> mind you, not only do the guests show up in in that in that page, the following page, um, the fucking Mako shows up. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the vehicle that I'm talking about that they're in. So in this vehicle, <laughs> it is the Mako from Mass Effect. There is no. <laughs> You can't talk me out of it. <laughs> For those of you who are concerned, um, if you've ever watched the cyberpunk trailer, take one of those cars, make the rear tire bigger, and then put guns on it. That's it, right? John is piloting this thing, and the other three are just in the back. They start immediately getting shot at as they're landing, and they're like, oh, no, those aren't Covenant weapons. Those must be Rebels. They're slowing us down, John. We gotta we gotta take care of them because people are dying. At, we gotta kill these people so we can stop people getting killed in black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to which John, who is driving the vehicle, <laughs> turns around and says, "Wait, I have a better idea." And I'm not shitting you; those are his exact fucking words. And then he just goes invisible inside the car. But wait, there's more. Because, <laughs> you know, he goes full on Batman. He goes Batman in the car on his people. <laughs> Continue, because I know you got the next part typed out. Because even I was like, nothing came out of it. He just says yes to John. But you you go ahead and, and paint the next picture. We then jumped to the next page where the rebels are embedded for their ambush. <laughs> and there's like six of them right and they're all talking and they're like we don't even know what we were shooting at what the fuck was that and then we can see john's semi-transparent hulking figure just show up in the middle of them and go you didn't see me and then just grabs one of them by the fucking <laughs> chest <plate. laughs> Meanwhile, well, the rest of them just stand there as their homeboy gets lifted one-handed in front of all of them. Like fucking King Kong and the chick of the fucking tower. You know what's the shit that kills me on this page? If you look at the page, right, this is the most detail. Um, not the most. You know, there are certain pages you're going to see the armor for the Spartans have the most detail. But yo, they didn't even take a few minutes to actually measure and make sure the lines for 117 were like actually parallel with his armor. Like they're not even on, it's not even on correctly. <laughs> like he gave up after the neck. He was like, ah, fuck it. He's still invisible. Yeah. And that would affect the part of him that we are seeing with the rest of him being invisible. It's just fucking, the whole thing is absurd. So the rest of the dudes, by the way, I want to point out that one of the dudes uh, that is freaking out about John being there, you see how he has shells strapped to his arm? He has, yeah. Yeah, there's no bullets in those shells. Those are just empty gun cases. <laughs> oh, yo, you're right. <laughs> Also, on this page, too, there's a guy watching the perimeter with a high top. If you look at the first panel, his high top gets sharper in the second panel. 
And changes color. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Also, the person that John is forming in front of, they go from having black hair to blonde hair to orange hair. Like, the dude goes from... uh, What's my man from Arch to Archie Comics? He goes from Jughead... Jughead to um, the blonde haired dude in Archie, all the way down to like Archie. I'm gonna call my man's um, Johnny Quest. The second I, one is Johnny Quest. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, the second one's Johnny Quest, 100%. <laughs> um, we have to move on, or else we got three of these to go through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna power through real quick. Um, also, they uh, they bootleg the uh, the plot of Rogue One <laughs> because yeah. it's Fortis Force Whitaker is the guy that John is holding by the neck. His literal the guy's literal name on there is Whitaker. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna call him Forrest Whitaker throughout the entire comic. Just deal with <laughs> the, it. Hate the back of your neck because it's black. Now, Brandon, you might be asking, what's the lore of Forrest Whitaker here? And I go, doesn't matter, and you'll see why here in a bit. Um, <laughs> he's on the not Val Kilmer side of our movie yeah. <laughs> so John holding this man in the air by his plate goes you you heard what happened to Colonel Watts and the guy Forrest Whitaker is like yeah and John's like that was me we're gonna fight here too and the guy's like cool I'ma help you now <laughs> that's that's it somehow the rebels also know of the spartan program because he makes a comment saying that he heard that all the spartans don't have names they just have numbers but they've only been on one mission i yeah i don't moving on i can't (laughs) (laughs) we only got seven more pages in this comic (laughs) thank god so the plan is the rebels are going to make a united front on one side of Black Reef. And what they're going to do is they're going to push the covenant that has been just absolutely obliterating everything. They're going to try to push the covenant back to the other side of Black Reef where John and his team are waiting and they'll ambush them. Right. And that's kind of, kind of it. That's the plan. That's their whole ass plan. That you you fight one side, I fight the other side, and then we'll meet in the middle. <laughs> the rest of blue team, about fucking twenty feet away, uncamoed, are just like John. You must have been persuasive, and John doesn't respond at all. And they're like, "Can we trust the rebels?" And John's like, "Of course not. I sent my drone to watch over them." <laughs> like. Which is like the only John thing that happens in the entire comics that would be something he does. Um, moving on. Continue. Continue. <laughs> also, um, I ain't going to lie. I, I will say this. In terms of the art, I feel like the only winners in the art is the Kigyar. Yeah. And even then, I say that loosely because they look like the villain from SWAT Cats. The magician. You know who, which one I'm talking about. So it's weird because the Kigyar, like on the next page, because I'm on page 18 of 22 right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you look at the middle panels, 
right? Where it's the elite, the kid yard, and then the kid yard again. I want you to compare the kid yard in the second panel, <laughs> the kid yard in the third panel. And it looks like a full-grown adult actually drew the kid yard in the second panel. And actually, it looks pretty cool. And then you move over to the third one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a middle schooler. That's what you hang up on he the refrigerator. He does it. He, he's got three little lights. <laughs> I he got three little lines. He looks like the Roadrunner. <laughs> he does. He looks like the fucking if Roadrunner and Fallout merged. Like, yes. So anyway, the battle ensues. Um, both sides start firing. Um, John's drone gets blown up. That's the only important thing. Um, the covenant forces start to pour into this mysterious cave tunnel this man-made tunnel that is just oh i thought no it's a mine it's a mine well we'll get there there. we'll get there (laughs) (laughs) we'll get there they start going into this man-made tunnel that just appears out of like it's just for lore reasons it's just there now um and they start going in there and john's like hold on you know we don't know where these tunnels lead blah blah and then Whitaker informs them that it's a mining tunnel and that this tunnel, this is the only way in and out of a giant maze of tunnels. And that those tunnels split into other tunnels, but this is the only way out because OSHA apparently doesn't exist in anywhere in the future whatsoever. Because I 100% doubt, I know for a fact, when you mine big-ass tunnels, you don't just have one way in and out. You have to vent that shit. There has to be, like, certain fucking things done. But whatever, lore reasons, this is the only way in or out. So says one rebel they met 25 minutes ago. (laughs) I watched Zoolander, and that's how you get the black lung, okay? That's how you get the fucking cheddar lung (laughs) mining in the fucking Wisconsin cheese mines. For real? The cheddar lung? (laughs) So cheesy. I got the nacho fairy. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, we are so fucking corny, my God. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh, man. This is great. This is so bad. As while John's getting the brief from Whitaker, uh, he gets a call from Yao, who now looks different again. Uh, <laughs> Yo, hey, let me tell you about when it comes to, to black and Asian people, man, they're vampires. They don't age. <laughs> Apparently, they just switch bodies is what I'm getting from this comic. In Halo yeah. War, Asian and black people don't age. They just change bodies to another victim. And then that's how they just keep doing it. But moving on. Yao tells them that there's more Covenant coming in now. And they have three minutes until they arrive in Black Reef. Because in the panel, we can see that the big boom-boom explosion is making more Covenant ships right right outside the window of the UNSC ship. And somehow they're able to map the trajectory of this ship coming from slip space, going to the planet, knowing their speed and plot that they have three minutes and they are a hundred percent sure going on absolutely no Intel that they are heading to black reef. So we got that going for us moving on. The next thing that we do, oh, it, hold on uh, wait. I just yeah. want to jump in super quick. No, so no, y'all go the- for it. Please save <laughs> I need more food. <laughs> this is a quickie. So on the page where Yao is doing her thing on the bridge, mm-hmm. um, there is a gentleman. There's a, <laughs> 
there is a there is an African American gentleman. He looks like the meme of the kid who wants to say something but he can't, and he's yes. got blood vessels popping out. But for me, it wasn't just that. I looked at him and realized it's the guy who plays Soren in the Halo TV show. Oh my uh, Bukeem, god! Yeah, Bokeem Woodbine, aka my doppelganger, is also in the comic. <laughs> <laughs> right there. That is Soren <laughs> right there in the comic. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I oh. one more one more page. We're almost done with issue one. <laughs> John then looks outside the tunnel and sees three sparkly lights and he goes, That's the covenant. We gotta move. <laughs> um he then turns to Whitaker and says, Yo, I need you to hold these guys off. Whitaker's like, Yeah, 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 we're cool. John's like, don't count on UNSC support. And Whitaker goes, been a long time since we counted on Earth for anything, which honestly felt, but. <laughs> <laughs> the writer got it right. Oh, yeah, the yeah. dialogue is trash in this. Oh, this is like early is 80s so action movie dialogue. It's so bad. <laughs> um, as Blue Team starts heading down the mine tunnel, which, by the way, the, even the mine tunnel changes. <laughs> <laughs> depending bro on the page. <laughs> dude it's it's literally and like the setting the vehicle the weapons they're all ripped off of mass effect mm-hmm. one i don't know if you remember the the arachni mm-hmm. mine tunnel that's literally the the dip in the end that you run down mm-hmm. <laughs> um but even like little things like you see the bar in the second panel where's that in the third panel and if you go back another page yeah it's now gone there's, now there's a doorway and if you go back another page, now, was a whole, <laughs> now the whole thing is paved. Well, it goes from the whole thing being paved to just being a dark hole. So they can't even decide what the fuck this anyway. Um, continuity is not here. But uh, I don't even know which Spartan's talking. Either Kelly or Linda, one of the two, is like, you sure the insurrectionists aren't just going to run? Actually, I think that's Kelly. Oh, Kelly's no, that's, uh, that's Linda. No, that's Linda. That's yeah, Linda. That's Linda. Yeah. Yeah, Linda's like, you sure the insurrectionists aren't going to run? And John's like, run where? This is their planet. They don't have to care about us. They care. They, they'll they fight. <laughs> yeah, I'm from the state of New Jersey. I can tell you if there's an alien invasion, people ain't fighting for New Jersey. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. John then says something that I want all the listeners to remember for the rest of this podcast. Which is, let's make sure we don't waste their lives. <laughs> <laughs> That's what made me laugh out loud. I was like, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so the, the rebels are putting up a valiant fight <laughs> while they're figuring out no, what's in not. the No, they're not. Not at first, they're not. They're just standing <laughs> around. Forrest Whitaker had to give his, his motivational speech, bro. You can't just His motivational defend. speech was, get ready, fire on my command. Are you not feeling motivated? And on top of that, he's giving them structure. And everybody knows bitches love structure. <laughs> so. As we'll find out. One guy has a fucking wheelbarrow of bricks, by the way. <laughs> the <Heading>. real hero. <laughs> That's the real hero of this comic, yo. <laughs> when I'm right, yo, when he's done with the bullets, you catching bricks, <laughs> Uh, so we end issue one with the beginning of the valiant stand of the rebels. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, by the way, the way they did it was like, it's supposed to be like, there's like four drop ships, and then of those four drop ships, only like six elites are now in the ground. So it's an entire rebel army against six elites, according to this page, which we'll find out isn't true. But it's just, it's just so garbage. It gets so better. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It gets That's better. The thing. That was the good issue. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. So wait, wait. How g- given given that we've read all three issues, how many um, Halo skulls do you give this Halo comic? I I give them one because I wanted to bash my skull against a fucking wall <laughs> as I was reading it. So, like this is. Uh, I'm gonna give it a five just based off of reading all three issues and how it does such a great job of <laughs> this is the one thing that's bad about the the comic it's it's badly written the dialogue is bad and the art is bad but damn it they do a great job with Chekhov's gun <laughs> god don't they though the amount of the, foreshadowing is palpable <laughs> even the title is foreshadowing <laughs> like I cannot I just can't explain it man hold on let me grab another beer um <laughs> This is the break. This is a little lull for y'all. Um, I just need a second. My eyes need to recover. Um, you're bleeding, bleeding from <laughs> <laughs> having to skim this goddamn comic again. Even when we look at the second issue, because I'm I'm I have my notes, yeah, sure, but on my second monitor I also have just the comics up just to make sure I stay on track. And on the cover of the second issue, it's John jumping into a group of fucking aliens. And one of the aliens to his his right, our left as the viewer, is having an orgasm. He has oh, you talking about strokes going, bro? Isn't is not the vinegar strokes? My man is so high right now. <laughs> He's like, yo, I signed up because they said beautiful and exotic places. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yo, what? Remember, the military promises you sand. It doesn't mean a beach. Also, I do want to point out that those two elites that's on the cover, they do actually show up in the story. They have the most pointless conversation. Oh, we'll get there. (laughs) Uh, And just to set the the, the, the tone for issue two, blue team is thrust into a covenant assault on Alpha Core V2. Oh wow, you're limit- on too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, but this is this is this is better because remember, what did they say in the first one? You are getting no support <laughs> from the UNSC. Yeah. Second sentence, with limited God. UNSC support, John 117 with limited <laughs> after you're not getting support. They're not helping you with limited support. They've teamed up with a group of insurrectionists to defend the island city of Black Reef. But can these new allies be trusted to watch blue teams back while they pursue a group of covenant into one of the island's deep mines? Now, readers, I want you to start placing bets right now on if they can trust these rebels or not. Um, because <laughs> it's just... Go ahead, pick a side right now. Trust all the rebels. Don't trust the rebels. Pick one. All right, you there? Okay, cool. We're going to move on. I'm going to let you know here in a minute. <laughs> if you're <laughs> right. Um, shit, fucking 
garbage. Also, when they introduce the characters, the only um, covenant they introduce are the co- are the elites and the jackals when they're very clearly grunts everywhere. Yeah, they don't count. They don't count. Um, my grunts always getting shit on, man. Like, I can't wait to do our covenant episode just so that way I can talk bad shit about the rest of the covenant and how cool the grunts are. The coolest. They're the real heroes. They were picking up with the with the boys and girls in the tunnels. So we start, yeah, with uh, they're walking. The team's walking through a really long tunnel, which once again, just always assume that it changes. <laughs> just, just always assume. Um, and the tunnels are off shooting in every direction for absolutely no reason. And the team is discussing how many covenant they're pursuing. They guess between thirty and fifty. What? Yeah. Yeah. Could Hold be, on. Where? Uh, the exact quote on page three could be 30, could be 50. Didn't get a good look before they ran in. Let me let me put on my Maury Povich glasses before I read the results of this lie detector test. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That number is also going to change. It could be one. It could be four thousand. We don't fucking know. <laughs> Just what say, else happens? Know, you fucking bitch. <laughs> Fucking all line ass. John caught him slipping. How many people came in the tunnel? Uh, uh, you know, about 30, 50, man. You, you know. This is why Fred yeah. is always on hide the body detail. I just realized why they always put him on that detail. Because Fred can't count. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> yo, Fred made it to the blue team on a magnet school program. Yo. We transferred to for, for the unit, you know. Yeah, I need a little something, something. So we did go topside. And on top side, we start with um, one of the rebels saying, like, oh, we're going to fight them back. And a fat chick then picks up a rocket launcher and shoots two rockets at one of the Covenant dropships. And they call this person Franny. Whitaker then asks Franny how many rockets she has left, and she goes four. And he goes, you save them unless you get another perfect shot like that one. Because... They won't punch through those ships' armor. Didn't they punch through the ship's armor? Because like I don't see it. Yeah, like, I don't. Yeah, I don't see anything I don't, different. I don't <laughs> with the lineup. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, man. Like what? <laughs> That's you. Live. You just saw it. You just, you just fucking see it. For get your good eye. <laughs> take a look at it. And and just to just to reiterate what we're talking about, so you can see the ship. At the top of the page, and then on the the second panel to the right, the rocket hits the outside of the ship. Mm-hmm. So that's why that whole "Hey, we won't know if we'll pierce through the armor" makes no sense. Yeah, because they even just say did we it. don't know if he says they won't. Just like yeah, one hundred percent, like absolute. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! We then move on to the next page. I want to bring out that they drew the elites wrong. The one on the left is drawn right with the mandibles. The one on the right, uh, the one on the left, drawn right. left, drawn the right, on the right mm-hmm. is wrong, entirely wrong. Like no, you're mixing it up again. This is another cameo from Mass Effect. That's a Krogan. Oh my god, it is a Krogan. <laughs> it's a fucking Krogan. I'm like, yo, this dude is such a Mass Effect fan. He keeps dropping in little things. All right, there's a Waldo on this page. Remember that guy getting shot in the back earlier? Yeah. How? <laughs> but he's UNSC. He's there's supposed to be you no know, UNSC support. <laughs> Just wait. He keeps coming back. This dude really likes getting shot in the back. 
<laughs> I'm just going to skip a lot of this. It is basically oh. them just talking about, um, yeah, just them talking about shooting things and how they're on the same side as UNSC now. Which... <laughs> My favorite, they're they're the tall dinosaur-looking creatures. <laughs> oh, God. Also, I do want to take a moment before you go to the next page. They line up a headshot, and, like, instead of hitting, like, the soft, fleshy parts they of the alien. They in the armor. <laughs> right in the armor. <laughs> and they're like, it won't go down easy. No shit. Not if you fucking <laughs> aim for the armor, you dipshit. Yeah, I saw that too, and that bothered the shit out of me. Because he could have gone in like a, a a couple inches down and shot him right in the head. And this dude was like, mm. that's pretty armor, though. Bro, not even that. He could clip him in the neck, take his whole fucking throat. Yeah, this yeah. dude literally was like, his drip's too cool. Like, I gotta fuck. I will do him. I won't kill him. I'll give him a fate worse than death. And I will make people look at him and go, what are those? Like,. <laughs> No, the worst thing he did to him, I bestow you a migraine. <laughs> Jesus. We then move on. God damn it. We go back down to the tunnels. And Kelly asks John if they should put on active camo. And John goes, not yet. <laughs> and then Kelly turns a little bit to the right. Goes, there's one, and then lights the fuck out of one of the fucking kid yards. Just one, just one alien there. <laughs> yep. He got the three shot, but he looks like Daffy Duck when he gets electrocuted. Yes, he does. It's so poorly drawn. The aliens then hear this commotion and then go, they have, in English, they say to each other, they have followed us. Good. Kill them. And then John starts counting, and he goes, active camo on my mark. Three, two, next page. He goes, one, and they all turn invisible as the aliens start coming from everywhere around them in the tunnels into the tunnel that they're in. To which... One oh, this week, is the best part. <laughs> yeah, instead of shooting... God, I hate this so much. An elite <laughs> then says, they are cloaked. To which another elite says, poorly. And then the Spartans are like, damn, they see us drop camo and engage. Not a bullet had been fired throughout that entire <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and put this out here right now. I'm, this is oh, this this is the biggest thing that irks me. There's no consequence for them using this camo. Like the whole thing was like it has a huge energy drain. I'm just going to say it now. Throughout this whole comic, they use it maybe once, one more time, and you never see any consequences for the no. amount of times they use this damn cap, this poor camo, <laughs> this damn poor camo. There is no repercussions. It's literally they. It comes on and it comes off. Um, that's why I said it was the MacGuffin. Like, <laughs> like that's why I called these the MacGuffins because they serve yes. absolutely no purpose. They're just there for plot driving. Uh, a fire, a very poorly drawn firefight then ensues um by the way one of the grunts isn't wearing a mask which as houseway houseway yeah, <laughs> as we know can't be done but whatever um then on the next panel we look and john's ankle is drawn wrong so it looks like he has a broken ankle he doesn't it just looks like it and then on the next page we go on to a giant room full of elites 
and they're like, we should attack. While that's happening, John and the rest of Blue Team decides that they need to escape from this firefight, so they all just dive into a random hole. Where do you think that hole goes, Ken Dog? At this rate, to hell. No, Chicago. Actually, no. Same, same. <laughs> uh, why, why are you redundant? <laughs> shout, out oh, to, shout out to our Australian listeners. Welcome. <laughs> Bro, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll tickle that later. But uh, another MacGuffin gets used in the next page. <laughs> you know what? Why don't you take the next page? I'm going to go on mute, hit the vape a few times, chug a beer. I just need a Oh, minute. no. I'll yeah, come back, I'll come it. back in after this page. I just need, I just need one more. <laughs> This is this is this is my favorite page. You know what? You go for it. I fucking I relinquish. Go for it. this page, y'all. So the we used the first MacGuffin of the camo didn't work out, and um, they're getting hit with radiation apparently from the plasma rocket launchers. Um, Linda is shooting an elite in the throat or the chest in the chest area, and an elite who's bleeding grape soda is about to stab her with a plasma sword. But it just so happens that Linda shoots the blade at the elite and it immediately kills him. So my confusion is these blades cut through covenant armor better than the bullets? Not only that, (laughs) but if you look at her, her gun is in the air. It's in the high ready. She's not using it. To shoot at anything she literally stopped shooting took her hand off of the rifle she was using pointed her arm in the opposite direction and then shot an elite what is that four feet <laughs> four feet away yeah she hit her with the the buffy the vampire slayer and then when he drops his sword his sword just stays on full you see that yeah, that, yeah, it doesn't doesn't disappear. Not not like a button has to be pressed. <laughs> also, this is the biggest mine um hallway ever. Cause if you look the last, the bottom part of the panel, like you can hear the dun, 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 music because you got John and I think was it Fred upstairs like running around on a little on a platform shooting down on everybody. We assume it's a platform. <laughs> we can never tell with this art. They, it's either hieroglyphics, their paintings on the wall, but it, it looks like, it looks like they're both running on that weird uh, drawbridge that you run on the playground. Oh yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the carnival music is playing right now. I was thinking more of like the Benny Hill theme song. Yeah, the Benny Hill. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> I'm like, I never know the actual word. Once again, grunts aren't wearing masks, so. Yeah, fuck it. For those okay, of you who remember, um, grunts need a high methane concentration in order to breathe. That's why they wear those stupid face mask things, is because their backs carry a tank of like methane, and they need that to breathe or else they suffocate. So when I'm talking shit about them not wearing masks, uh, it's, well, I mean, it's just once again continuity means nothing. My favorite part in in a in a in this firefight with 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 elites and one grunt. They're all wondering, I wonder how they're doing upstairs. Yep. 
Weird. <laughs> Not <laughs> we'll go priorities. Upstairs real quick. <laughs> so upstairs, Franny has dropped her rocket launcher that we proved was effective, even though Whitaker says it isn't. And she is currently using a shotgun for distance shooting. Um, by the way, that shotgun is just racked back the entire time. There is, even though there's a pump, she doesn't ever pump it forward. It's just pumped back the entire time she's shooting, because we have those newfangled future shotguns now. And <sighs> Whitaker's like, we need to get out of here. Or oh, I'm sorry, Whitaker doesn't say that. One of the dudes says that. He goes, we need to get out of here. Whitaker's like, where? Uh, this is the fight. If we don't win it here, we're all going to die anyway. To which the other guy goes, listen, dude, with all due respect, the aliens don't give a shit about us. They just want down in the mine. If we blow the entrance, they're trapped and they have nowhere to turn or they have to turn and fight. To which the guy goes, Whitaker is then like, hmm, very interesting. And But then the Marines down there are fucked. Then Whitaker says, go get the jackhammer. And the jackhammer is the rocket launcher. And Franny's like, it's our last one. And he goes, I know. And then tells another guy named Miguel to take two satchel charges. And they're going to blow it up. <laughs> Bro, I think, um, okay, fucking, <laughs> all right. So Miguel, right? I do want to, I want to take something back. Miguel, the dude in question, this was the guy that got shooketh when John revealed himself in camo and grabbed Forrest Whitaker by the neck. Yo, what you, what you don't notice in issue two is he had a bandaid on his left cheek in issue one. Yes. The bandaid is gone. Yes, and now replaced with a sling and his entire uh-huh. arm being bandaged. Arm. Exactly. Yep. No, no, no I, I noticed. <laughs> oh, no, for the <laughs> listeners, for, for the listeners. <laughs> but yeah. So they're so are are you telling me they're about to they're about to uh, play a certain um group of kids from Seoul? Yeah. <laughs> what happens, Brandon? Tell us so, tell us what happens. Miguel throws two satchel charges in front of the mine. And then Franny shoots two rockets. Remember, we had four left earlier. But these this is her last rocket. But she shoots two rockets. But I digress. Anyway, uh, she shoots two rockets into the tunnel itself. Which, whatever. And then they start to flee the area. Because for some reason, they thought it would be a great idea to put all these high explosives in, like, right in front of them. And the tunnel blows... It's supposedly with uh, Miguel and Franny, and the tunnel is now kaput. I, I do want to point out, when they shot the rocket and threw the satchel charges in there, mm-hmm. they don't. They didn't even take the time to draw a panel to actually have Covenant elites and jackals and grunts running in there. They, it literally looks like they immediately ran over and blew up the entrance. Yes. With no threat anywhere around them whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So bad. So good. Oh, and John gets Spidey Sense in the next um, panel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so John's spider senses kick in. And I suppose this is from the charges going off. But immediately there's like the earth shakes and then there's a giant whoosh. And I'm not making that sound up. That's the sound that they wanted to use for this panel. 
and Foosh. <laughs> Foosh. the tunnels start to get flooded. Now, the flooding is going to be um, kind of flooding the area whenever the writers and the artists want it to be flooding and not flooding whenever there's other stuff going on. So bear that in mind. Water is, you can just will it into doing whatever you need to do. John if you ask the, the Walton family, they'll say the same thing. <laughs> we then move on. John starts asking who's all here and whatnot, and Linda doesn't respond. Linda can hear them, but they can't hear Linda because Linda is currently trapped underwater. She got caught in the cave-in. To which Blue Team then goes, we got to go find her. And then John says, first we finish the mission and then we find her, which is the most anti-John thing (laughs) that would have ever been said. The mission is all takes precedent. Brandon, Jesus, not to John. (laughs) Well, comic book John is all gas, no brakes, baby. We then go up, up, up. We go from the tunnels to space again to where uh, Yao is now on the ship with everybody again. But now the commander Yao, baby, she back. She back. She also looks different again. She grew her hair out since the last time we saw her. comic ago um but now halsey is with her on the ship but now the ai nora is no longer on the ship so we just playing musical ships up in here and then (sighs) nora informs the people by the people i mean yao and halsey that they've lost communications uh yeah and that the team is stuck in a cave system and that the rebels have lost thirty percent of the force, and the rest of the feet, uh, rest of the feet fleet that brought them here is taking casualties, and they need to consider retreating before it's too late. Yao takes the advice and orders an evacuation of all UNSC personnel on Alpha Core V two. When asked about non UNSC personnel, Yao replies with, and I quote, "We'll see how much room we have left." Halsey then asks for a single pelican to be set aside for blue team. And then the owl, no bullshit is like, ah, we'll, we'll just play it by ears. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> what can go wrong? Um, we then cut back down to um, the rebel side and the rebels are like, Oh, we lost Fran and Miguel. Oh, well, <laughs> I just I want to give a, a shout out to Forrest Whitaker's um, leading ability because that's literally how he leads his troops in a uh, Rogue One. So this is a uh, on par. <laughs> we then have another Waldo scene. The guy gets shot in the back again. <laughs> he gets shot in the back again. Um, by the way, that's not intended. That's just like the artist was so lazy. He just stenciled his own shit and then reprinted it through different scenes. Meanwhile, oh wow yeah that's why i'm saying like it's not this it's not supposed to be the same guy but the dude was literally so lazy he just drew it once and then stenciled it and then like changed the size of the stencil depending on where he needed that to mm-hmm. fit. so he yeah didn't have to keep drawing people over and over again 
The only difference is this guy has a face and like his eyes are so huge. But mind you, he's taking a plasma round of the kidney, so I'd feel the same way. His eyes are huge and then his teeth are coming out of his head. He has no jaw. But he's has a quote unquote jaw, but the way he drew it, he his his jaw, his teeth are like sideways in his mouth. Shit, you ever been hit with a thousand degrees of plasma? My shit would be the wrong way too. (laughs) Well, I mean, it can't be that bothersome because this chick over here got shot three times with it and she's just fucking fine. Well, Brandon, have you ever birthed a child? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Doing it for y'all ladies. I care about y'all. Get that demographic up. Whitaker then calls command, whoever that is, and says that he's reploying all the forces to Bondi Beach and uh to which commands like okay but why like everything's totally chill right and forrest whitaker i is like no it's tactical necessity we won't be long whitaker out and then they start running away from the firefight once again there's a grunt not wearing a mask yeah they don't do it they're literally at the beach man let them enjoy their day off beautiful places foreign foreign spaces dog I didn't know the grunts were anti-maskers, but. Ah! (laughs) Oh, man. So we then move on to back up to space. Um, Once again, they just reiterate everything we already said. Fucking Spartans are trapped in a mine. Fucking casualties 30%, yada, yada, yada. Moving on. This page is just to reiterate, hey, y'all, we're going to lose. So Mm -hmm. pack it up. We then cut to Marines that are at the beach that. There were no UNSC personnel at before, but now there's limited personnel, but now there's a whole squad there. Anyway, um, a whole bunch of Marines. Once again, there he is again, Waldo guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a helmet this time. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but see how he drew the helmet? Like, not Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Yo, it's literally the, it's the same stencil from the first issue. Mm-hmm. All the way down to the guy not even having hair. The only difference is he has a helmet instead of the combat hat. Yeah, and the helmet is like not on him. It's like raised mm. above his head. Anyway, <laughs> laziest fucking shit I've ever seen. It's, We're still on issue two. Still on issue two. Yeah, we still got we got a whole ass another issue. Also, there's an uh, elite to the left that's head is like just not attached to anything. You see that? <laughs> yeah. Right below the second pelican. Anyway, moving on. All these Marines that aren't Marines, because we were told there's no UNSC on this entire island, um, they're getting evacuated. That's all you need to know. Moving back down to Blue Team, we then cut to Linda. Linda is using her MacGuffin self-propulsion system to go through the waterways. And then she comes up to a tunnel obviously needing oxygen she comes up and she's still calling the blue team she climbs out of the tunnel and as she's climbing out there's like i don't know man i'm gonna use fred math and say four to eighteen thousand elites looking back at (laughs) just about also (laughs) i i guess i have an explanation for your grunt mass situation um on this page y'all there's a ninja turtle (laughs) <laughs> well, there's a grunt impersonating a ninja turtle. And if you look, he has a valve directly in his nose, man. Looks like it's pumping the methane directly. That's not how that works. 
I know it's not, but that that solves that little issue. I'm I gotta give them the benefit. Like, all right, at least I do not. (laughs) Because if that's how that was able to work, first of all, his nostrils, if you look, are up from where that is, from the oxygen tank. Right above it is where his nostrils are. So don't feed me that bullshit. (laughs) I tried three four three. I tried. If it could work that way, they would have just done it that way. But it don't work that way. But moving on, we then end um, the second issue with um, a Son of Ultron ad. (laughs) This Son of Ultron. Lord, Lord, Lord. And I'm not going to lie to you. We only have one issue left. But I need to take a fucking second. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a little mini break. I need a breather. (laughs) Uh, because in the third issue, I don't know what happened while they were doing this little mini story, but now the third issue is penned by Alex Irvine and then David Crossland is again on the drawing, but then a third person by the name of Sherard Jackson is also on it. I don't know if he was the colorist or what his deal was, but he's also part of the third issue. Also, I need to state that all of this was by Microsoft Studios and 343 Industries, and it was just published through Dark Horse. So, yeah, I just need to say all that. So, we're going to go on a break real quick. We'll go on to the third <laughs> the third and last issue of this fucking shit show that is collateral damage. And, uh, yeah, please stay with us because I had to stay with reading this fucking piece of garbage. <laughs> so, you got to stay here too now. Be right back, y'all. Toodles. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all are back with Bagman and Robin. Uh. Issue three. We're almost there. The last issue. And then the collateral damage is over. (laughs) I have lost brain cells. Um. We do have a quick note because we discovered something. (laughs) (laughs) That's on us, America. That's on us, America. (laughs) So Fred is the blue one and Kelly is the one with the EVA helmet. So we've had them backwards the whole time. (laughs) Y'all, it matters. (laughs) It really doesn't make a difference. Like Linda, Kelly and Fred, they're nothing more than plot devices. Hell, they all look like Beetleborgs. So... (laughs) Also, I just want to point out that after your discussion of the you defending the art style of the grunts, what is the what is the cover image? Of <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Boy, it just look like they're wearing face masks, don't it? <laughs> hey, hey, those two grunts are just really big. Fa- Listen, look, if you look at the cover art, right, and just to paint you guys a picture, it's four Spartans entering. A room, the ceiling, an entrance is crumbling. There's rocks, there's debris. Those are clearly um, what N9 masks. What are the masks that nobody was allowed to buy? (laughs) They're wearing N9 masks. Come on, man. Come on. Two different things. I also want to bring up how the grunts are super small, which, as we know, grunts are like four feet, which means. That the Spartans here have four foot long fucking legs. (laughs) (laughs) And then the rest of their body is three feet long. But whatever. I digress. Moving on. Uh, (laughs) Oh, best. Also, why do the grunts have Geodude's arms? Holy shit, they do. 
<laughs> we then come up to the next page, which is um, once again introducing the characters that we've met so far. It doesn't matter because they change looks all the fucking time anyway. Once again, the grunts are just left out of the Covenant side. <laughs> Fuck them, that's why. <laughs> um, there's still a whole bunch of special things. This thing got approved by not one, not two, not three, but four people. So, <laughs> Jin Jin. <laughs> two <oversight> editors. Works. <laughs> I mean, three it's... Un- <laughs> three editors three. and the publisher all over just were like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> Let's print money. God, I gotta uh, look up the sales of this fucking shit show after we're done. <laughs> um, I hope it failed. God, and then the next page we're introduced to once again, nothing looks close to anything. Uh, we see that Kelly and Fred are fighting off what appears to be a 20 foot tall elite. There is a drone going off in the background for some reason. The Kig Yar now look like. Oh, who was that doctor in Spider-Man who turned into the crocodile? Oh, the lizard man, Dr. Connors. Yeah, Dr. Connors. He's a Dr. Connors lookalike over there. Hey, Uh, show some respect to Dr. Connors. He was trying to cure himself for his family. Yeah, he was. But then also another grunt not wearing a mask. So it is what it is. (laughs) It's the Ninja Turtle grunt, yo. He's here to throw hands. (laughs) But on the same image, there is also a grunt who is wearing a mask. So... Whatever. Moving on. <laughs> uh, essentially, what's happening here is John and the team minus Linda are fighting off these enemies. We then pan over. One of Linda's transmissions finally comes through, to which we see Linda. She is just flying around <laughs> in this cave system, <laughs> getting shot at a lot and shooting back. And they finally make contact. By the way, none of the grunts, once again, wearing masks. And she finally makes contact. And John's like, what's your status? And she's like, yo, there's like a hundred of them in here. I've killed 20, though. So that leaves like 80 or so. And I obviously need backup. She then gets shot in the back. And John's like, okay, we have your location. I do want to take a moment and just say the grunts in this page look like snapping turtles. Yeah, they always. Yeah. (laughs) It's so bad, dude. It's so fucking rough, bud. Like the entire thing is just rough, dude. I cannot talk enough shit about how poorly written and how poorly animated this entire fucking series is it is so fucking bad i would rather watch the first two episodes of kenobi on loop for the rest of my life than ever read this again like it is fucking bad i uh man it's they you can tell this was a rush job well i looked at the artist the rest of his art and nope, this is it. This is his A game. Oh wow! Yeah, this is this is a hundred percent effort. <laughs> like, Ooh, in the words of Deadpool, maximum effort. <laughs> like this is just his jam is to suck. <laughs> I don't know how else to say. It. My man said that's all he wants to do is just blow. Um, <laughs> this is why nice people won't come to our pod. <laughs> 
We then move on. Fred is having a one-on-one fight with an elite who once again is like 19 million feet tall. And he gets slashed by an energy sword. Uh, Immediately that elite gets shot three times. uh, And that apparently kills him. So that's all we need to know. John and the team kind of clean up the rest of the, uh, the troops that are there to which they say, you know, they're trying to figure out where Linda's location is. They decide that it's on the other side of the wall conveniently in the exact same cavern that they're in, just on the other side of the wall to which there's a convenient chasm going through the wall to which John says, uh, you know, put your fucking drone through there. Uh, Kelly, Kelly goes, yep, sure thing, boss. And she puts a drone through the hole. Drone goes through the hole and discovers that her first reaction after it gets to the hole is that the room that Kelly is flying around shooting in is a pretty big space. Not, I see Kelly, not, we got to help. We or we, you know, I see Linda, we got to help Linda or, Oh man, look at Linda being a badass. No, it's like, damn, this is a pretty nice sized room. What is this? Like 1800 square foot? Damn, what's <laughs> the mortgage on this cave system? You know I mean? <laughs> like that's her first fucking reaction. So. I mean, you know, women, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> we then move I'm on. I'm just saying, man, you, t- you take a nice lady. So an open ceiling home, open ceiling concept. Just watch your mouth. Open floor is the room. <laughs> open floor. <laughs> open ce- I can't even no. say it. I'm open like, <laughs> did I have a stroke thinking of the word? Yes. <laughs> did ceiling come to mind? Yes. Open ceiling. <laughs> there's, there's just be no roof, Kenny. Yeah, yo, you ever lived in a place with no roof? It's it's very 2022, bro. I've been, I've been poor, but I've not been that poor. <laughs> You're missing out. The air, the air quality is amazing, <laughs> and we get nothing but natural light. <laughs> HGTV, here we come, baby. You mean no, you mean DIYs? I need an outlet real quick. I watched for the first time in forever. You know, I got a kid, and I've been I'm so tired of watching Frozen and Cars on a loop that I was like, as soon as he ran off to his little play area and started playing by himself, I was like, I'm gonna watch a movie. I'm gonna watch something not made for kids. And do you want to know? What my adult brain saw and immediately put on. Uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers? No, it put on fucking Wild Hawks. <laughs> oh, wow. Are you that old now? <laughs> that you know, Wild Hawks is like, this is my movie. <laughs> I put it on and I started watching Wild Hogs. And you know what occurred to me? It has been so long since Wild Hogs came out. I did not remember the plot. Isn't it a bunch of middle-aged guys that like, hey, we need to like just go on a trip right, to re- how, rediscover that's, ourselves? That's how it starts. But do you remember like the uh, the apex of the story? Don't they like have to fight like a gang or some mm-hmm. shit at a, a biker bar yeah. or whatever? <laughs> Led by no no shit, none other than fucking Lay, uh, Ray Liotta. Yeah, fuck. Isn't it like Tim Allen? It's fucking yep. Tim <laughs> fucking <Allen>. Tim, <laughs> Tim the Toolman Taylor going to blows with Ray Liotta. Yes. 
you can't you can't make that's cinema gold you know? and to add to it and this is the cool thing that nobody born after the the zoomers won't get you remember the 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 dad from orange county choppers yes yes a million memes about him and his kid right we've all seen the chair meme um <laughs> he's in it he's talking about getting spotted <laughs> with uh, oh my god main dude in greece what the fuck scientology guy uh fucking wait it wasn't travolta, um john travolta yes yes he's talking to john travolta about getting massages and shit it's so fucking funny. But then at the end of that movie, to tie into what we were just talking about, um, it ends with the bar getting rebuilt and the bar is getting rebuilt by HGTV and Ray Liotta has, he cries. <laughs> hey, I just want to, um, I, I just want to reiterate, like not reiterate, but I just want to point out Wild Hogs is actually a really good movie. It's actually a really, <laughs> like, good, it's actually a really movie. good movie. It's actually like, really funny. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Tim Allen gets enough credit for like bringing in money on movies that have no business making money. It's because of the way he does his characters. He, he they're very relatable. They're very, very relatable. relatable. He definitely harkens to like just your typical I don't know. I you're just your average guy. <laughs> like I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, and I'm, I'm gonna be real. Sorry, uh, to my buddies on the left, Disney. We love, we love Chris Evans, but yeah, you fucked up. You fucked up because like Top Gun made money. I'm just saying, y'all knew who y'all should have hired to do the voice. If you would have done it, we would have went. <laughs> it's that easy. Like I know my brothers and sisters on the right. I know what they wanted. Yo, they literally Tim Allen doing the voice. It probably would have saved the film. Honestly, it would have. It 100% would have. Um, it's just, the, it makes no sense of why. He did that. He did the animated movie when they, mind you, all they had to do was take the plot of the animated movie and do it again. That's all they had to do. That's all they had to do. But uh, here we are. There it is. <laughs> like, I don't. Oh, shit. I almost spilled my beer. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a real doing. problem. Speaking yeah, not, of not knowing yeah. what they're doing. John has no idea what the fuck he's doing now uh, because the drone discovers that the wall is three, three meters. I wrote three, uh, three, feet. I'm glad I have the comment. No, three it's, feet. Yeah. It's three <laughs> this is not three feet. It's three meters thick. And John picks up what he assumes to be a plasma grenade from the aliens, even though he's never seen one utilized ever prior to this, even in this comic series, he's never seen a plasma grenade. But he knows what a plasma grenade is here. So his thought is he takes MX-8, which is, once again, lore-wise, completely wrong. But it's essentially C-4, which in the Halo timeline has trans upgraded to C-8. And he straps this MX-8 to a plasma grenade. And he goes, this should do the trick. And then just hucks it at the wall. It just hopes for the best, I guess. You know, thoughts and prayers, all that. Because <laughs> that's a that's a totally smart idea. I'm an enclosed mind that already had a collapse, so I'm gonna use more explosives. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. It, it blows, and now this is the part that fucking blows my mind. Is then they show the rock wall on the next page, and the rock wall is tops. 
a foot and a half thick. Tops. Are you looking at it? Tell yeah, bro. Tell me that's bigger than a foot and a half. Uh, dog, do you not understand how plasma grenades work? <laughs> Fucking well, amateur hour, I see. Why don't you bring that up? Because on the next panel, it's like three <laughs> inches thick. So. Well, clearly on Black Rock Island, Black Reef Desert Island, the rocks grow back themselves. Clearly. So here we see Kelly's uh, drone flying around. But then in the next panel, it's now on her back and it gets shot. Also, all the shell casings that they're shooting are bent, and I don't know how those rounds are working, because anybody who's had a dented round in a firearm knows that you're not going to eject that round, <laughs> so whatever. You try, you're trying to tell me if it's not straight and narrow, it's not going to pew pew? No, oh, no, it'll pew once. Oh. <laughs> like, Well, here's the thing, because I'm a science man. Um, how come when I shoot it again, even though it's jammed up, it doesn't release with the power of two bullets and like I can do some crazy wanted shit with that? Why, why, why has the military not prepared for this? Um, because every now and then God looks down at the earth and he too looks in fear <laughs> what he created. <laughs> also, I do want to say when you said shimmy, the only thing that kept it that literally popped in my mind was the machine. <laughs> he's talking about his wife getting shimmy fucked on the zip line. <laughs> oh, I'm glad that. you're on like a Burt Kreischer, Tom Segura <laughs> comedy special kick lately. Like, I'm, glad, I'm glad you're on your specials. <laughs> oh no, dude, I haven't seen it in, in a year. Like the minute you said shimmy, I could I picture him doing the, the, thing, the shimmy movement. <laughs> <laughs> and you're over here like going on a full tirade and I'm like shimmy fuck shimmy fuck <laughs> oh yes oh we have 20 more pages to go <laughs> or 10 also oh my um, god we're almost there <laughs> remember Linda's still flying by the way <laughs> yes for absolutely no reason um, Fred once again uses his carbon fiber blade things to slash a random jackal that's important, I think. Um, now that the whole team is here and everybody's dead, by the way, there's a grunt wearing a mask this time around. Linda's still flying. <laughs> That's right. They killed 60 people in, in less than two minutes. Uh, all the barrels of all the Spartans are currently what I assume to be on fire, which is only a good thing. Uh, that just means now your bullets do incendiary damage. So, totally how it works. Totally. <laughs> They determine that they are 27 meters below sea level. So what they're going to do is they're going to find out where the water's coming in and they're going to go out the same way because obviously a small hole leading to a cave system underneath an ocean, the water pressure is totally able to allow people to swim opposing of it to get to the surface. Anywho, physics don't apply anymore. So we're just going to move on. And that's when uh, Fred turns and goes, um, I can't do that plan because my suit's not watertight. Because remember, he got hit by that fucking energy sword. And he also then looks at 
one of the drones and goes, ah, I guess Halsey's not getting any of this data. So this whole mission is pointless. (laughs) Plays the Curb Your Enthusiasm music. (laughs) And then John puts on his fucking thug glasses and is like, doesn't matter. (laughs) Let's get out of here. (laughs) It says, Fred, your armor's watertight enough. Slow the leak, bro. Yo, it's it's funny. I read this because literally we told people last week. John was so affected by 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 Sam's death that he went on every mission like triple and double prepared, and he looks this man in the eyes and's like, "I don't give a fuck. You're walking up. You're walking twenty seven meters." Like, yo, he saw that man grow a pair and let's go. <laughs> Dog, it is so bad. Like, I see, you know, I was totally opposed to when 343 came in and got rid of all the extended universes being part of the lore. As And uh, I was totally opposed to that. And then today I read this comic. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? <laughs> good, Probably a good move. <laughs> Bro, what are you talking? 343 did that so they could release this comic. Oh, shit, you're right. No, fuck 343. <laughs> Curb you're your enthusiasm right. music play. You're, right. you're 100% correct. Yeah, I was like, what are you talking, talking about? about? This was produced by 343 in the beginning of this. <laughs> and I've already forgotten. No, fuck 343. <laughs> God damn it. Um, oh. oh. Following no, page. Oh, no, please. it's just. <laughs> Just it's pretty much the the next page just sets up the Uber. It's it's literally the pilots letting um Yao, our favorite commander, know, hey, we're taking hits, <laughs> we need our orders. And she's like, Hold your position, we need a couple more minutes. By the way, she once again changes between these two panels. Yeah, her eyes. Yeah, she Same has Halsey. um Halsey has different colored eyes again. Halsey doesn't even have red hair anymore. <laughs> no. It's just it's just a clusterfuck. And then on the next page, Halsey looks like uh you remember the gorillas? Yes. She looks like she's on the cover of the gorillas. On Bruh. The next page. Also, it's just it's once again, it's just following Halsey and the commander, just like, hey. Where's blue team? They're literally looking at them at the scanner and it just shows them all swimming up. By the way, this is probably the most detailed image of the Spartans in yes. the comic is when they're swimming up. <laughs> Fucking Fred's getting uh, carried by Linda, <laughs> whose whose rockets are supposed to be damaged. So I don't know how she's flying through water right now. <laughs> uh, but that's the end of the page. Thank God. So then we can move up. They finally, you know, they're con- in contact and they're like, hey, you know, blue team here. You know, we're ready for our pickup. Fred takes his helmet off and water's coming off. So that implies Fred's entire helmet was filled with water. So I don't know how he's alive. But we'll it was a moving. slow it was a slow leak. I don't care if it was a slow leak. If you are wearing a bag, if you put a bag over your head and you fill that motherfucker with water you tell me that just because the water went in slowly, <laughs> it being full nonetheless would make you any less dead. Yeah. It's like you're not listening. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. We then move on. 
to force Whitaker and his team come out in the Mako. <laughs> <laughs> For real. They're driving the Batmobile. <laughs> mm. That's a way better way to describe it. Yes, it's the Blat it's the it's the Blatmobile. The, it's the Blat Bat- you whoa, 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 whoa. What you trying to say, colonizer? I said <laughs> I'm just messing Blat. with you. <laughs> no, I'm already on enough shit list. <laughs> thanks, thanks to my mispronunciations on this podcast. <laughs> like, I was <I'm> wondering. <laughs> I so wonder we'll get that letter. <laughs> the <laughs> NA double the NAACP is like, hey, Brandon Wayner, Mr. Gomez, what do you know about him? I'd be like, well, he did a little time in Alabama, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, by the way, the next page, the aliens are wearing the venom suits. Hold on, let me see. On page 17. I, 17, yeah. I'm on 17 because I'm looking at it. Bro, if you look, none of them, some of them barely have a bottom mandible. <laughs> like, there's just no, no jaw, no, like, bottom. There's nothing. It's just a void. Mm-hmm. One's getting shot in the chest. Another one's getting shot. Like, nobody, I, I, if, if I see armor, aren't I, like, trained to shoot the fleshy parts? No, no, we're taught to shoot people in their most armored spot. Okay, just making yeah, sure. Yeah, no, that's a hundred percent what we're taught. Uh, always shoot somebody where they're the most heavily armored. Never, ever, ever shoot them to where it could hurt them because you know then we have to file reports and it's a whole thing. So- okay, that's how I play Call of Duty. So now that I know that I'm I'm going MLG. Oh man, no, no Mozambiques here. But so the Spartans, so the fucking Batmobiles on one side shooting elites. Spartans are now up high. Somehow they went from being underwater to now they're on top of a cliff shooting downwards towards elites that the sh- Mako is now below shooting upwards towards elites. If uh, you know why, right? They were trained by the ultimate general. Anywho, uh, we then move to the <laughs> Pelican that has one gun on its front, but it is shooting from four different positions. Yep, sounds about right. I, yep, I ain't yep. got no issues with this. <laughs> sounds about right. Um, so the Pelican opens its doors. There's one jackass Marine there. The blue team gets on, to which all of the... Remember, they were on three different levels. Now they're somehow on the same level, and Whitaker and his team are coming up to get on the Pelican, to which the dude turns around and goes, not you, UNSC personnel only, to which the guy, Whitaker, just grabs him by the chest it goes, the only reason your UNSC personnel got here was because of us. And the guy's like, yo, I have my orders. They don't include you. I'm authorized to tell you that no UNSC ship is going to fire on any human vessel leaving Alpha Corby 2. Get yourselves a ride if you can. And then they just fly off. <laughs> just leave all the fucking Whitaker and his troops on the planet. Yo, legit, like there's a stampede of Covenant running up a hill toward them. Yeah. Uh, to which one of the dudes panicked, who is also you remember that first, uh, the first issue, the one where the mohawk kept changing and it got slightly sharper. Yeah, this mohawk got slightly thinner. <laughs> it changed from a chick to a dude. Now it's no, a that's, dude. That's a chick. That's that's an that ugly is, looking chick, but no, still a chick. No, that's a chick. Anywho, I'm gonna ignore that. That's a hundred percent a dude. <laughs> it's it's a woman with mannish features. 
It's still the on. same chick. It's just badly drawn. <laughs> like yeah. she has everything okay, the same as the face. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I'm not even going to argue it. Um, we then move on. John's like, yo, you left them there. The guy's like, I have my orders. And Whitaker and his team is calling for backup, but backup never responds. And that's it. <laughs> John and his team then get off onto the Persian Gate frigate from their Pelican. And Halsey's like, good to see all four of you are coming back. And John's like, yo, you left them there. They fought for us and you left them. And to which Yao responds with, they don't matter, not in the big picture. We lost this battle, but it's one small part of a larger war. That war is bigger than this planet. It's bigger than any life, even bigger than any one Spartan. We're fighting for survival of human civilization. To which, on this panel, once again, all of them have changed faces. And also, I'd like to add that, you know, in animes, whenever there's a stinky character... And they have those like brown stink lines coming off of them to imply that they smell. Yeah, they have them on. But see, yeah. it's like I told you, that was the art style. He was the best way to describe the art style of the comic. Now that I, I finally it's have garbage. the words close, he drew it. He kind of drew it with that speed racer aesthetic. No, don't ever say that. About <laughs> <speed racer> again. <laughs> no, you. We'll sidebar. <laughs> um, Love John the mock Then changes his nose once again. He now looks completely different than he did. In any that man's world. nose has been broken for three issues. <laughs> and it's funny because it gets progressively more broken every panel. Because look at the second to last panel and then the last panel on page twenty-one. By the Joe- last panel, he looks like Norman Osborn. <laughs> yes. He is the Green Goblin. <laughs> uh, John protests leaving them there, but then everybody's like, ah, get over it. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and Halsey's like, tell me, what were they looking for in that mine? And meanwhile, it cuts to a scene of Whitaker and all of his troops getting shot. Murdered. Yeah, by <laughs> elites. And uh, yeah, the UNSC flies away. And then it's an ad for the Son of Ultron. And that is it. That is... <laughs> We don't even fucking know. That was the that was the shit that killed me right at the end. I was like, what were they? Lo-? I felt like Ryan Gosling. What do you want? Yep. And Halsey's like, oh, to tie it all in, Halsey goes, John, you brought your team back safe. That's what matters. There will always be some collateral damage. They did the thing where they put the line from the title in the thing. So there you go. <laughs> they did it. They did the thing. Bro, this the story literally was they showed up to a planet and John learned that if you're not military, it sucks. Have a great life. This was so for those of you, if you managed to stay with us this far, first of all, good for you because I almost couldn't finish reading this piece of shit. But I also want to say that this is the absolute worst story in all of the Halo canon, not canon, extended universe, whatever words you want to put in. By far, by a mile, collateral damage is the worst. Like, far none. If you want a great Halo story, go read uh, Grasslands. Go read Fall of Reach. Fall of Reach is fucking amazing. Hell, even Onyx... 
for all the flaws that that story had, Onyx was even a good story. This shit show was absolute. <laughs> it was a dumpster fire. And you know how like every now and then you'll come across something that is so bad that it's good. This mm-hmm, isn't that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this <It's> not. That. <laughs> it doesn't hit it. Um, the art style is fucking terrible. The story is fucking garbage. Um, the coloring also garbage because they tried to match the art style, which is garbage. So they tried to color it garbage, trying to match the same art style as the garbage. So there is no redeeming qualities in Halo Collateral Damage issues one through three. I know what you're thinking, Brandon. What about issues four and onwards? Well, thank God the Lord himself appeared and fucking put it on as the 11th commandment, not to ever fucking make any more of this shit show of a storyline. So don't worry. There is no more collateral damage is just one through three. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> you know what? I finished the story because it like nothing ever got resolved. Right. And I was messing with the page. I'm like, yo, Where's issues four, five, and six? And I could have swore we're like, oh, there's six issues. <laughs> Thank God, yo. Because I have more God. questions. Like, this this story has no impact on anything. Nothing. That's why, Doesn't... remember, I've been saying it's self-contained. Mm-hmm. There is a reason this shit didn't move, <laughs> like, farther than this. Another thing I want to bring up is you remember how, when I sent you the timeline and XYZ, and we were like, what the fuck is Halo Collateral Damage? Because neither of us have ever heard of it. And uh-huh. then I've been looking for Halo Collateral Damage ever since. And I could not ever fucking find it. I see why it's so hard to find. It is because the Illuminati decided that this fucking dumpster fire was garbage. And they removed it from the internet. <laughs> Are you saying all, all the nations united <laughs> for one threat? <laughs> yeah. This was one of the G-Summits. Like, all the countries got together and was like, this thing is fucking horrendous. I'm pretty sure that if you put this in a well, if you just took issues one, two, or three, let alone all three, and you put them into a well in a village, all the crops would spoil, and all the villagers would die of poison. Yeah. It is that bad. Yeah. The fact that I was able to find it at all... (laughs) The fact I almost paid money for this, for which copyright reasons and legal reasons, I 100% bought this and I didn't illegally do anything. It's 100%. I bought it. Same with Ken Dog. We both purchased it legally, right? <laughs> why right, why are you throwing me in this? <laughs> both legal. Uh, we totally didn't find. <laughs> and y'all, that's the end of the podcast. No. For real though, um, thank you guys for sticking through it. Once again, this is by far the worst storyline in Hall of Halo. Don't worry. This is the literal bottom. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Well, which one's worse than this? Um, Four through six. <laughs> no, there's no four through six. Stop lying. Yeah, uh, not comics, but games. Oh, yeah. I'd rather play four through six than read one through three with this <laughs> for real <laughs> at least four was good four i liked i didn't mind Four was four. good four, four was, was good. good five got weird 
<laughs> Five got real weird. You know what? I can't really wait to touch on how technically. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm not gonna say that just yet. We'll wait till we get there. Oh boy, you think? But uh, <laughs> do you have any any words for the people at home before we or take us home? After after you edit this episode, I cannot believe it was still ended up being like an hour and a half. I'm fucking shocked. <laughs> um, yeah, it's actually going to be yeah, right around yeah, an hour, hour and a half. Yeah, <laughs> I cannot fucking believe this. And we didn't even fucking lollygag. <laughs> no, we were we were cruising. We had one one side quest. <laughs> um, shit. But once again, hey everybody. I know we talked a lot of shit. Honestly, Halo Collateral Damage is that bad. <laughs> like, um, Wait, we can, can the name of this episode be Collateral Damage? <laughs> yes. It's actually going to be that. So that way people who have read this piece of shit beforehand know to skip the episode. And I don't blame you for skipping it um, at all. But we know this episode was a fucking shit show. It's just because... Honestly, the comic is a fucking shit show and not in a good way. It is terrible. But unfortunately, it is part of the Halo lordom. So here we are. Just know, like I said before, that this is by far the worst Halo story in the entirety of the Halo universe. You won't have to suffer through it again, which is fucking I'm thankful for. Because now I'm going to be happy to go read Onyx. Like, to be honest with you, <laughs> this made me way more appreciative of the Halo lore we do have. I do want to thank, once again, to all the people who are subscribed to us. Uh, and by subscribers, I mean people who willingly donate their hard-earned money to us. Once again, your support is phenomenal, and I cannot ever thank you enough. I also want to thank... Everybody who tunes in every week, we have a very large group of people who tune in as soon as an episode is released. And that is mind blowing to me that you guys are right there as soon as we do it. And I can't thank you enough. I also want to thank everybody who keeps recommending this podcast to your family and friends because we just expanded to another country. Uh, Welcome, Australia. I'm I'm. You're ecstatic, sir. I'm ecstatic, man. Like, my <laughs> mind is absolutely blown. We only wanted 50 people. And I'm not saying that to, like, shame everybody who came after. But we were not after success. We were after a nice, fun project for us to do once a week. And then if it turns into something awesome, if not, at least we have some remnant of us talking about something that we love. And to see that other people join us every week is mind-blowing to me. And I am eternally grateful. And please keep sharing us to your family and friends. I I love seeing our numbers grow. And I love seeing the country's list just expand every single week. So I can't thank you all enough. Oh, I got one Sorry more thing. Sorry for doing collateral damage to you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, well, one, one more thing. I want to welcome yeah. the city of uh, Attica. <laughs> it's a Greece. <laughs> we got another city. We're getting a big fucking... <laughs> We're going big in Greece. At, at this rate, Greece is going to expand more than the U.S. <laughs> oh. I'm not complaining. Don't get me wrong. I am not complaining. But I that is mind-blowing to me. That's like <laughs> our demo. It's, it's you, me, and get them to the Greek, y'all. That's it. <laughs> Fantastic fucking movie. But 
But I'll get off my horse, but I just wanted to, once again, I, I will probably thank everybody like this after every episode. I, I'm just in shock. I'm eternally in shock. So with that being said, this episode, we covered collateral damage. Wipe it from your brains. Don't let it be a cancer on your mind because it will probably kill you because it was that bad. Next week, we're going to move on to the next spot that the Spartans are going to. We're going to finally inch a little bit closer to the actual first Halo game, which is not Halo Combat Evolved. It's actually Halo Reach. But before that... Canonically. Canonically wise. Canonically. um, Canonically. (laughs) Canonically. Next week, Ken Dog, you and I bring our boy back, right? Yeah, he gets to meet up. Yeah, (laughs) this is this is where friendships are forged. This is where we bring in. We didn't know we were going to love this character so much until we started doing this podcast. (laughs) But next week, we move on to a character we talked about at the early side of the podcast, and we get into exactly what he's been up to and (laughs) him coming back into the game. So make sure to tune in next week when we come back with an impossible story and probable death <laughs> on the next episode of You, Me, and Lore. Last one out, hit the lights. Ooh, all aboard the train. Choo-choo. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. Later, y'all. Hey. Thank you for listening. Thank you to everyone for listening as well. Uh, definitely don't forget to subscribe to us on Spotify. That's how you're going to stay up to date on all things lore, as well as whatever shenanigans me and this man are going to be getting into. Outro. Three. Two. One. You Mean Lore is an original podcast written and produced by Brandon Wayner and Kenny Gomez. Uh, Sound and editing by Brandon Wayner. Intro composed and played by Achilles Amistad. Transitions and outro composed and played by Sam Gibbs, and then both can be found on Fiverr.com. Uh, you know, for any inquiries, information, and feedback, please visit You, Me, and Lore, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, drop a dime.